Uh, if you wouldn't mind, we can flip the lights back on. Um, I know it's if, if you'd like to, that's that's fine. So today I'm going to talk just a little bit about um, marketing services, the the state of of marketing services for uh, the world and for us here in the Tacoma Pierce County region. Uh, I'm going to get to the Q and A. I promise. Um, I know that's that's an important part of of this type of a, of a talk, but I want to talk about um, some value. We want to provide some value for, for uh, your organization today. Uh, many of you don't know who I am, and uh, thanks to Willie. I'm not sure where he went, but thanks to Willie for the introduction. Uh, I, I did grow up in the Skagit Valley, um, humble beginnings, uh, very humble actually. Um, lived in a trailer for a good portion of my life, drinking powdered milk and with my single mom, and um, we appreciated everything and uh, took nothing for granted. Uh, played a lot of sports in high school, uh, realized um, as a youngster that um, attracting attention had merit and uh, had leverage. And so uh, moving on from high school, uh, I went to Washington State University. Any of you Cougs in here, go Cougs. Um, if not, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I know this is a, this is a, those are fighting words in this, in this area of the state at times, but um, uh, Eventually ended up in uh, in California and finished my master's degree in business um, in San Diego, and during that time uh, we formed Olive Group and Olive Group uh, really came about to come alongside businesses who wanted to um, really attract attention and have help attracting attention. Uh, regardless if you're in the business to business space like we are, or if you're just involved in business, we feel like the goal of business is really to attract ten attention and tell your story. And you'll see that in the video. We talked about telling your story and explaining your story, which we feel is an important part of, of promoting your business. Um, attention's hard to get, especially today with the way that the internet really focuses on new business opportunities and the amount of uh, platforms that are available for attracting attention. Uh, the gap between the reality of attention and the perceived attention that businesses have about themselves oftentimes is very large. But let me explain that. So attention on the web oftentimes <coughs> businesses look at as, as an, a, a, just an extension of who their business is. But today with this device the web is your business. And without being uh, focused on this little device here and what happens on this device, many businesses, unfortunately, in the next five years are going to go under because they forgot to make this an important part of their business. Currently today, we spend six to 12 hours a day auditing who is gaining attention and how they're gaining attention online. Uh, terms like changing social media platforms, uh, Instagram stories or Snapchat. You may have heard these terms before. You may not know what they mean, but you may have heard these terms before, or you may have tried to use one of those one of those platforms. Um, augmented reality and the infrastructure that goes around that. Uh, virtual reality, VR. If you've heard that term. Uh, voice on Alexa, on Apple, on on Google. I didn't catch that. I know you didn't catch it. One second, Alexa. Um, I want to show you something that um, that I do on a current daily basis. Uh, I'm going to see if this will work. Uh, we're going to try this here. I have my cell phone and I'm going to ask a question here. Station. My own radio station that people find on their phone. If you have an Apple phone, there's a button on here called podcasts. 
it's purple it comes it comes on your phone right here in the in the front if you click that and you type in olive group you're going to find our radio station right there in the podcasts it's part of itunes if you've heard of itunes or used itunes you can find our podcast there on itunes as well so that's something to kind of it's hard to wrap your head around but the idea of traditional media being television radio newspaper has now kind of flipped itself on its head now as a publisher as a media company like like we we work for here question yes so how do they find you on a podcast good question uh typically with a podcast or other content that we produce online we, we use um, what's called search engine optimization. We use SEO tactics, which is essentially keywords that reference what our business does. So if someone's looking for marketing services or advertising agencies or Tacoma-based marketing firms or creative, creative firms in the Pierce County region, we would add those terms into the description of what we do and the description of our radio station also known as a podcast. And at that time, people would be able to search for those terms, whether it be on Apple's iTunes or on Google, to be able to search those terms and actually find our podcast based off of search terms. Does that make sense? You did Siri. Do you have any marketing firms in Tacoma area? Sure. You could could certainly do something like that. Um, The technology hasn't quite caught up to be doing search through Siri that well. But Google certainly does. So you could say, Google, tell me the top Tacoma marketing agency, and Google would be able to bring that up. And I'm going to talk about that here in a minute. Google actually now records one in every four searches via audio, meaning that people are no longer typing in the words to search. They're using their voice to search for those things. One out of four now on the mobile device, yes. That's right. That's right. And um, currently, I add things to my calendar every day, and I just say, Siri, add this to my calendar. And I shouldn't say it too loud because you're going to be listening. But <laughs> How hard is this cover? Is it local, national, international? For, for the search terms or for all of groups, podcast? Let's say I do business with you. How far would you carry <coughs> my product? It, it would really depend on how large of an audience you're trying to attract. If you have a national a national business, then we would provide services that would reference national exposure. Does that make sense? Yeah, so okay. you can do national. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's an amazing opportunity in front of a lot of business owners today, but many of them are not capitalizing on that opportunity, unfortunately. Um, we like to call it day trading attention because technology changes so fast. And many of you that grew up before the invention of the internet, before mobile phones, before technology was what it is today. Remember what it was like to try to do advertising. Typically, you had to have a big budget. You'd have to have some type of uh, some type of capital behind you to be able to buy media, to buy newspaper advertising space, to pay for a TV commercial that runs during the nightly news, to pay for an ad that, that plays on your favorite radio station. But today, We have the ability to bypass all of that and publish our own content and 
work with our own influencers to be able to capitalize at a very, very small budget. Let me explain a little bit more about influencers. We talk about influencers as being those who have influence in the marketplace. <coughs> Currently, TV hosts, radio hosts, those who write for the newspaper may have influence in their market. But in social media platforms, people that you've never heard of have audiences in the millions, if not tens of millions. And they're able to reach that audience at no cost to them. Imagine that. Imagine the opportunities of being able to reach an audience of 10 to 100 million people from your phone right this minute, and it doesn't cost you one dime. And that's the opportunity that's here today that many people don't understand, which we are trying to capitalize on because there's, there's so much opportunity and so few people taking advantage of it. Sounds like you could be working yourself out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you why I'm not working myself out of a job. Quality content, quality creative, is what sets apart those who are doing work online and those who are making their online services work and those who are failing. I've heard people say, well, I tried that Facebook app. These guys are crazy. What are they thinking? Um, multiple billions of dollars for a, for a tech company that has no assets? What those in the industry realized what Facebook was doing is they're gathering attention, finding a way to gather the most attention as possible through the platforms that are the most popular today. Right now, we can purchase ads on Instagram or produce content on Instagram for free at scale. And those of you who've run businesses before, finding content and finding things that you can do at scale is really what allows businesses to grow. Replicating new processes, figuring out new ways to do things is great for innovation, but it's not great for scaling business. And right now, to be able to purchase ads on Instagram is in the dollars, literally in the dollars. I could reach a thousand people tomorrow for about five to seven dollars through one ad on Instagram. I don't know any other platforms that are that cheap and that inexpensive. It won't stay that way for a long time because big business is figuring out where attention's being traded and are finding ways to be able to integrate the things that they do into these new platforms. The benefit for small business and, and those who don't have a lot of capital behind them is that they're able to capitalize on those individual platforms in the short term at scale without having to spend the dollars that a large agency would or a large company would. I would say within the next 24 months, the costs on Facebook and Instagram advertising is going to go from $7 to $48 to reach that 1,000 people. The opportunity is now, and we're capitalizing on that opportunity now with the customers that we have. Um, if you've tried Facebook, if you've tried Instagram, if you've tried Twitter, if you've tried YouTube, or if you've not tried any of these platforms, 
the last thing I want to leave you with today is to consider at least becoming a consumer of these platforms. Maybe you don't put an ad, maybe you don't start a profile, maybe you don't put content up, but consider consuming these platforms to understand where the market's going and to see, as well as we do, where the gap is in the marketplace right now. With that, I want to thank you for your time. And if you have any questions, um, I'm, I'm more than happy to, to answer. Yeah, go ahead. It sounds like, to me, in the world of technology and the direction it's going, it's getting to be a bit overwhelming. Absolutely. And that um, what path you choose not necessarily is the best path or maybe the right path. Right. So is there going to be a shakeout? I think retail is going to have a really hard time in the, in the next five years. I mean, for example, a company that wants to try to figure out which path on the uh, on the world web that they want to be able to make their presence known. Yeah. Um, do they have to have a presence in every single uh, uh, social media out yes. there, or should yes. they just focus on this one, this you one, and that one? You can't. Because it seems like every time you turn around, some new the, yep. the, the younger generation comes up with a platform that they don't cons that consider it's at their age and not necessarily. Yep. The previous generation phase. A one-year <clears throat> marketing plan that we're going to stick with for the entire next year or even two years no longer works. And that's why I use that term day trading attention because you're like a day trader. You're finding ways and opportunities to gather attention in the short term. And those platforms do change. Luckily, for those who make great quality content, we like to say we make great quality content, but those who make great quality content find ways to be able to push out content on the new platforms as they come out. There's no way to avoid it. Mm. I like to just say, tough luck, that's the way business works now. Uh, it's, it's tough for small business though, right? Mm -hmm. They're trying to keep up. Um, my encouragement to the CEOs and presidents of those companies is to become a practitioner of the platforms that are available today. You can't push those things down to your 15-year-old nephew who understands this internet thing and expect him to be able to run your business on the web the way that you run your business. You've got to become a practitioner if you want. Um, so that's our kind of our other satellite mm -hmm. uh, remote space. So, yes? I'm going to bore these guys for a minute. I'm an author. Yeah. I've written about 10 books, give or take. Mm. I'm about to complete in the next couple of months the best book yet written on Kennedy's assassination. Okay. No, no. I told you I going to bore people. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a ballpark figure if I employ you guys. A dollar figure? Yeah. Or exposure figure? You're looking for what kind of exposure we would help with. I'm looking for what it'll cost me to employ you guys. Yeah. Do you know who your target audience is? Have you well, narrowed down there? I think the world. Okay. I think every business, and we come yeah. across this often. Every, do you want to talk about this, every, Brad? Everybody. So specifically to what we do at Olive Group, I'm probably your first point of contact, and we have some basic conversations. Like um, if you invented something, <clears throat> I know immediately that you're tied into the product, and it's just a no-brainer for you that everybody needs the product you've just made. Obviously whether they own a truck or they work in the oil industry, right? And if you're an educator, like Mr. Brownlee was, if you're an educator, you are tied in to a buy-in, 
to promote a collective good. That's what all teachers do. But if you are the president or the principal, you are tied into a leadership development forecast. If you're the author, you think you have come up with an idea of something that everyone needs. Imagine if everybody who had skin bought skincare. Well, then all skincare companies would be gazillion dollars. And if all people who could read read good books, everyone would be brilliant. All people don't read good books. I read a collection of one book on Kennedy's assassination in my life. Now, if I knew you or you were targeting me specifically, that would increase my likelihood to find it. But you're not trying to drag up the whole bottom of the ocean to get people to read your book. You want people to buy the book, to see it, people who are looking for it. Our job is to help you figure out who's looking for the book before you've even finished it. So it's kind of a, you know your audience, we also know how to help you kind of minimize that target, and that's kind of the onboarding process of what we do with anyone, whether you're a brand or an individual author or a realtor or anything else. Does that make sense? Okay, so, but my question is... Right, it makes it hard to know the answer to that question because... A uh, range, you know, are we talking a thousand dollars or ten? It, uh, do you want the work for all people who read history books? Because what's that in the tens of millions? Um, so tens of millions is your target. That's expensive. Um, just pretty candidly, tens of millions of people to have them all find you on the internet. Um, not cheap. Not not cheap. I don't know. I don't think we've ever done forecasting for tens of millions of people internationally or or nationally otherwise. Does that? So it would have a lot more to do with how narrow of a target you're looking for. That, that's really the beginning stages of, it can be anywhere from, I don't know, a few thousand dollars to tens of thousands of dollars, depending on how big of a net you want to cast. So I, I understand that system completely. <clears throat> I've done my own marketing uh, specific targets, either it's Google, uh, Microsoft, or Facebook, or Twitter, yeah, yeah. or all of them, and I understand what you guys are doing. Uh, <coughs> what they're saying is basically, if you're writing a book, you got a certain targeted age group of who would be reading that book or who the interests. You guys' job is to focus on that interest and the market. And my question to you is do you guys collaborate with all these ad campaigns? You guys work with who's the larger audience like Amazon book readers? You guys can look at Amazon and focus on Amazon and then a little bit on Facebook and then more on Google as far as like keywords. Mm -hmm. So you guys focus on that to help help everyone on because that's a job. It's definitely a job. If you're focusing on the business or writing the book, you won't have the time to be looking for these ad campaigns. Yeah. That's a good cause. It's and cost it fluctuates by the hour. So if at twelve o'clock in the afternoon, you know, you're looking for a you are a reader, then for that hour it could be twelve dollars for an hour. Or it can be thirteen. It just depends on who's competing with you global or in that state. So that makes sense. It's it's just really no set dollar amount. All we can do is look it up. So I understand that. Did you get your question answered, or are you want, wanting something even more concrete like than that? Hard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ages between 40 and 65 who are men who have a net worth of $250,000 or more and who have an interest in hunting. Well, you can set up some parameters. Absolutely. And that's the, that's the key 
aspect of doing online marketing is that the data is there to help us. Where data before, a newspaper will say, well, we have a 500,000 person circulation. Well, is that the, I just saw a box of newspapers on the side of the road. There's like 50 of them in there. Not one person's bought them. Is that part of that count of the circulation? There's, there's much finer ways to target customers today than there ever has been. And it's easier to target customers, but other advertisers know those same parameters. So we've got to have higher quality creative that, that makes... If I were a small company in Tacoma and wanted to advertise in the newspaper, sure. I, I would ask the newspaper, because they have people selling ads, yep. okay, what is your, what is your membership? Would they fit what I need? Yep. Would they be potential purchasers? Absolutely, and that's where we like to start with building out who your target audience is. We think that's the most important aspect of starting and advertising your business is figuring out who the target audience is, and then matching advertising for that audience. I don't need, need to dominate this, but my God, I just jumped to, to social service agencies and to uh, service clubs like Cause and Rotary and Lions and yeah. Optimist and all of those. My God, we could, we, from a national standpoint, if some sort of a program could be developed that could be adopted by the local folks, hmm. that would be a real, that would be a real asset. Right. How do we get new members? Right. Hmm. Uh, I think that's a struggle for a lot of organizations, right? Is how do you how do you get new members? There's a lot of, you know, and so we have to de develop a target. But perhaps your service could not be afforded by an individual club. But it could be afforded by international or national leadership. That's right. Which could then distribute it to individuals. That's right. That's right. And now, if you work something like that, would you license the service that you provide? Or is it, can you teach somebody how to do it and then they can do it by themselves? Or I, I think if we came up with a simple enough program for each local chapter based off of their geographic location and the makeup of their membership, uh, I think there would be a way to be able to create something that would be able to be executed by the local clubs, local chapters. Um, I, Jim Smith, I think we need your card. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think what perhaps the best way would be because we have we're we're part of a division, rather than nationally, mm -hmm. the division, our division, as a collective can get together and say, should we look into what it would cost to get a company like this to pro propagate the membership for yeah. all our clubs in our division. Yeah. And, all, and all the clubs share the cost. Right. I, think it would be, I agree with Norman, but it would be something above a club level, individual club level. Right. L likely. Divisional level. It, it likely. International, but likely. Division. Yeah, <laughs> likely. It's already on the calendar for division meetings. <laughs> well, it's great questions. <laughs> and you guys have brought us a step closer into the future. And it's very heady, so. interesting stuff. Great, great. Well, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, and if you do have questions, I'm. Well, I, I'm, I'm trying to make it as simple as possible. It is complicated, but we. Uh, <laughs> we we like to help those understand how to how to be able to promote their business and in, in today's marketplace. So. Thanks so thank much. Thank you for your time. very, very, very much. Thank you for coming. Yes. Thank you.